0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of You Talk Too Much and I am here with my guest Jemima the and I will get her to introduce herself and explain what um, the topic of our episode is today. So, Jemima? I'm mm, um, um
1: Thanks for having me on. Um, currently, as you may know or not know, i um, acting Pro Vice Chancellor Pacific, hey, Auckland University, and uh, formerly co head of school for um, Te Wananga or Waipapa School of. Uh, Master's Studies in Pacific Studies, and, the, and a board member of the inaugural Mental Health and Wellbeing Commission.
0: Wow, that is a very impressive resume, Jemima. Can you just explain a bit about your background and um, yeah, like how you grew up? Um, I was
1: born in Tokoroa, um, in Waikato yeah, from the villages of. Um, I started in longa, Tanga and by muso Um, Westy I went to Adonau College um, <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah, you came out with it for the first time right? Second <laughs> yeah. time Yeah, so that's kind of my background
0: You oh, say, so I didn't realize you're full salmon for some reason. I thought you're Cook Islander, no, I get that. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know why. It's, I think it's the Tietia, tia. it sounds Cook Islander to me. I don't know why. It's not a common salmon name. I've grown up with lots of salmons. I went to Macaulay High School, it's mostly salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, Amadella, isn't it a bit poshy? I, I do not know Westside. Um, Jamama and I were just joking, I'm a very proud self sider that's my comfort zone, and um. I was telling you every time I come out to West Auckland, I feel like I'm coming to another country. I'm like so fascinated. I was, I just was, came from a cafe and I was taking lots of photos, like a like a typical tourist. Um, so Jemima, can you explain um, what led you to your career choice? Um,
1: some sometimes you just know you're in the right place at the right time. It's. I, I didn't necessarily have a map <laughs> or plan where I would end up. It just happens, and I've opened myself to that. But in, in doing so, you have to be ready to trust the process and always trust that what you're going through is building you up for other things. And so that's kind of how I landed in this position, if that makes sense. Um, and It's not your, I don't know, Story is, but that's exactly how I I feel. You know, I did the hard yucca, the study, and stuff like that, but and always had a goal in mind, which was, you know, looking after my family. You know, we know, and looking after our communities, and especially in a world that is. So you kind of have to find your way through that and i guess you, yeah you have to kind of be around tables that will allow you to um redefine our destiny and some of those tables are very nice to be around right <laughs>
0: <laughs> not fun tables
1: not fun tables
0: <laughs>
1: not fun times <laughs> no not at all not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm But, yeah, when you're focused on your purpose, and I, you know, I said this before, this week actually, when you're focused on a purpose and a bigger picture, that kind of get you through. You know, we're always focused on our family. Our family, our family. You've got to look up, but it is bigger than that. And, and by that I mean, when I sit at these tables, I'm just saying, it's not about that's for my nieces and nephews or whatever. It's about doing it for their grandchildren. You you know, so you've gotta have the foresight to to think that far, far down the line, even though it's just
0: Okay, I just told Jemima that my podcasts are real raw and I'm not editing it. So so um yeah she's been very mindful. Um but yeah I've just been getting a bit teary just because of that's how I view my life. Like I'm not a parent, um, but I view it in terms of our community and and the generations. Like what like I told Jemima like this podcast is totally a labor of love and Sometimes I'm like, why am I doing it? Like I'm not getting paid. I just keep embarrassing myself, drawing attention to myself. But I just think, you know, like I think of my baby sister who's six years old and I just think, man, I need to help create a world where she knows she can do whatever she wants. And and I can only help create their world if I if I'm leading, like I'm at the front lines. <laughs> and it sounds like war, but I'm real dramatic. Um but yeah, I think it's that thing, it's like um we have to be the change that we want to see in the world and we have to be brave because our ancestors were brave so um i don't know what it's like growing up in west auckland but i described it in my other podcasts as sometimes as south aucklanders were given such a bad rip that we that we're scared of stepping out of South Auckland. I just said that when I told her I'm scared of coming to Westside. Um, but but you know, it's the mental, the mental fear that that is the most powerful thing often. Um, so for you, were there any moments in your career where you felt like, wow, like this is really hard. I don't know if I want to go. Where yeah, this is where I'm heading. Like, can you describe it and how you overcame that? Yeah.
1: Um I don't know when I went in when I got in my journey <laughs> you get thrown into like <coughs> the deep end and by that I mean you know I got thrown into suicide, and mental health and well-being. So you, you come across some really gruesome um, sad kind of stories and stuff like that. Um I actually forgot what your question
0: <laughs> Just like is there any moment in your career where you, you you're in a place where you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't know if I wanna be here and and if you keep you know pressing forward, what helped you keep pressing forward? Yeah. To
1: be honest, um sport had a lot to play in my life because it is about um, mental toughness. You know, like it, it really is. And you have to dig deep. And it's for your team, and, you know, there's that mentality like you're on. I know it's real dramatic, but you're on a battlefield, you know, you've got to try and win or not lose by that many points. But the the point is, when you're so tired, you you, you rely on the top five inches of your brain, (laughs) you know. And I take that mentality into my everyday life. yeah growing up growing up you do you do have that um imposter syndrome
0: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you do question why you're there and like oh thanks i'm the brown person in the room kind of thing but the more you appear the more you realize just how much we are invisible right and yeah it is tough getting to that stage but once you get there you realize You know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of yeah. Thank you. No, no. But that's privilege, right? That's privilege. Blinded to so many things, and you just sit there and it's kind of laughable at times. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, they're they're yeah. As I said, sport probably helped. times because I don't see them as bad times. Yeah, It's more like a challenge or yeah. a time to, even though it's not our job, a time to re-educate and people to unlearn certain stuff. But
0: yeah. yeah. So, I'll just cool? explain why I kind of like was it a giggle? I hate saying giggling it sounds so girly. Um, but because my, one of my besties plays rugby And she's And I don't know if you've heard of her Sorry Miriam, I'm going to out you Miriam Corrales She's um, an engineer doctor medical doctor She's someone And she plays Yeah Yeah, she's a Waikato girl too Yeah <laughs> Her and I have a great time mocking each other Me being a Jeff and her being a Hamiltron. Um, But like she I don't know if you saw my recent post But I went up Mount Taranaki because of her she pushed me and even though i said that was the day our friendship ended <laughs> <laughs> I miriam this is the last time i'm coming to hamilton i came here to drink wine and relax before school started and you made me climb up one of the hardest mountains in new zealand how could you um she laughed she knows we're friends for life um we've been friends for like what nine years or longer than that but um i see it in her the sport because I watched her play rugby and and she just pushes like she does it like for me I feel like yeah I'm kind of like a city girl I'm so soft like mm-hmm. like yeah. you just let me cry but I'm um, like I just see like I give into imposter syndrome often and I'm learning to to heal from that kind of toxic thinking because I just think yeah I'm, who am I I'm not you know like and our Polynesian culture teaches us that 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 there's always someone who deserves a place more than us Even though we don't know who that person is We often think they're white and they're male um, but, um, but, but, you know, like, yeah, being her friend Has been one of the best things that's happened to me Because it's helped me um, up my game And and I've been able to grow my character Because she's I've seen how she's applied the sport mentality to her everyday life and inspires me. So yeah, I would never have climbed up that mountain um if it wasn't if it wasn't with her and if it wasn't because of her. And even though I'll never forgive her now. Nah, um. <laughs> even though I'll always be indebted to her because everyone's so shocked. It's another thing. Um people are shocked that I've done. I've done a lot of things in my life that have shocked people. Um, I, I carry that as a teacher for my students, like, like don't lower your standards because of your low self-esteem. Keep high standards, but work in like, you know, like in a um, like in a gradual way of how you can improve yourself, like in a reachable goal kind of way. Um, Jeremiah, so my next question is, um, what has kept you like? true to who you are in an atmosphere where I feel like you're surrounded by people where you're the only one like yourself where kept you authentic
1: obviously um, our our families and stuff but your ancestors because we are the embodiment of our ancestors in this present moment and I, I consider that because you look at time as linear, but it's like, it's like it's that. <laughs> and that's how I see it, I'm just here at this moment, this period of time, and when, when you get the opportunity to That's how I feel Yeah And Yeah That was a bad answer No no I I totally
0: get it I totally get it Um, So can you just Elaborate on What your role is And What you hope to achieve If you you can I mean there's no pressure But like what you hope to achieve In your role You've got multiple roles I didn't realise I was talking to someone So Multiple Um (laughs) I'm, I, you know I'm just a high school teacher I want to be podcaster um, So like yeah so can you just explain like what your roles actually mean and and what you hope to so far achieve with them? So currently as I said I'm board member of the Mental health
1: and wellbeing Commission and I guess I'm on that board with you know different type of representation specific, Woman, rainbow community—you know this um, suicide and suicide prevention, mental health and wellbeing. You know, I tick multiple boxes, and it's great because you get to monitor the mental health and wellbeing status of you know stuff in the area for New Zealanders. So it's but kind of yeah there's a team there is a team there but we make decisions (laughs) at the end of the day um and my other hat is acting pro vice chancellor pacific um very early days i don't know exactly what that will entail but ensuring that it's not a tick the box exercise like you know you don't know how long you're going to be ever be in a position when you have the, that moment, when you get that opportunity to make a difference, then you've got to make a freaking difference, you know, <laughs> you do, because it's like, what a waste of space, like what are you actually doing, you know, so looking after the um, educational needs of Pacific students and families and staff.
0: We'll, we'll see when i get there <laughs> the only reason why i'm just like so excited for you is because i have this thing right you know like balangis sorry if I for people using that too um is is like they often choose islanders from straight from the islands to um come on board and lead pacifica stuff and often our elders, because they come from the generation of colonization, they, they are yes men, you know? So, and, and I always have this thing where I'm like, often they get our elders who are born and raised in the islands, not all of them, but a lot of them, they come with their island mentality and try and implement change for our Kiwi-born islanders. And I keep saying, we're totally two different sets of people. Like, we, we need like people who islanders who are brought up in New Zealand to uh, you know implement programs for our young people who are born and raised here because the experience of being raised in the islands is totally different from the experience of being raised in New Zealand and the only reason why I know that is because I lived in Tonga for a year and that was like a culture shock for me because I am like my family were like "You're, you're the worst person to go you can't speak Tongan fluently, you're so white, and I was like, yeah, I know, but let's see, eh, and it's like, I I did it, it was another Mount Taranaki moment, it was like, everyone's just shocked, they're like, oh my gosh, not only did you survive, but like, your Tongan's gone a little bit good, (laughs) but for me, it was just like, wow, like, islanders born and raised in the islands a lot of them internalize the colonized mindset and we're kind of liberating ourselves so when we have our elders come onto boards or whatever board of directors for pacifica programs they often don't know how to navigate that that space in a self-empowered way because you can't just go no that's racist you know you have to be political and i feel like you people like you they you know you can come in and kind of like okay this is the situation and this is how i'm gonna play it whereas our elders either they are yes men or they come off like this is a fight (laughs) yeah so i'm really excited for you to take up those um the positions that you're, you're taking up um my next question is um so yeah what do you see like what what do you see as being something good about your career in academia and where do you see it for our pacifica youth in the future like the academic space for our pacifica youth because even though i'm a high school teacher i don't push my kids to academia because i see it as conforming you know it's brainwashing (laughs) so bad but i i you know not every pacifica kid is meant for academia so can you just explain it in what your own terms um what yeah what you've enjoyed what's made you want to stay in it and and what you think the future for um pacifica is in academia
1: that's a huge question it's a good question though i get uh i think that's it right, we tend to discount academia as any type of vocation because we think Ugh, it's just a waste of time. Like you said it's conforming but at the end of the day it pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> but it opens your mind, depending on what discipline you, you know, engage with, it really does open your mind and it opens opportunities, it totally does. So you're opening opportunities, it's not, yes it is conforming, but unfortunately, that's the way of the world, you know, and <clears throat> sometimes you have to go through that system to be able to fully inform your <laughs> a YouTuber or a gamer I don't know it's, it, it, it is hard when you're in the diaspora and have a different men- have a different mentality but there is absolute value in that because it's just a passing down of knowledge that we would never know because they're the link yeah. and it makes us
0: Here, you yeah. Know. Yeah. It's, 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 quite, it's quite funny that a lot of the people who i feel in my personal interactions with them internalize white supremacy and eurocentricity are the most uneducated because you would think someone like me who's been educated and a very eurocentric education system would be more eurocentric than them but these people never like passed like they dropped out of high school and they just like think everything white is right and then they, and I'm like, yeah, because that's something I noticed with a lot of Pacifica too, even especially with the mixed blood, you know, the white, brown, they don't become proud until they come to university and they join our, our, our PSA, you know, Auckland University Student, um, Pacifica Students Association. Oh, they don't, um, becomes like a, um, like we, we become awakened to, wow there's actually the reasons why we like white stuff (laughs) because we learned at university so i find it quite interesting especially with people who don't further the education that they're very anti-education because they see it as oppressive but it's what liberates us i feel like do you have anything to add or yeah
1: To fight the enemy, and the, you know, if you want to fight the enemy, you've got to be completely strategic about that, yeah. and so you have to know the enemy's <laughs> next move and what they're going to do. But you can only know that if you're living or studying the, the enemy, <laughs> right? So
0: don't mean it, you? Oh, we're yeah, yeah, talking mean, like, yeah I'm, not, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not, not, not people,
1: just ideas. yeah, ideas, and so you would. Do that, so and you would educate yourself. So, when you,
0: yeah, I think you should go on. I think I'm going on too much when we're intervening. Um, do you know Patrick Thompson? Yeah, yeah, he's one of my close friends. I haven't seen him in a while, though. Patrick, where are you? Um, we had this really good um, Talanoa once where he's very you know, he's written in newspapers and stuff, and we always think, like, you know. When you are in a white patriarchal society and you're white male all you see is your truth and it's at the top of the privilege scale we have the privilege, even though we're less privileged, to see the layers of privilege the layers of reality the layers of different so we we understand, like we are comfortable because we're educated too, to be in those spaces of power, but also comfortable being in spaces where it's you know disadvantage too and there's a there's a beauty and and a gift in that right like do you have any like thoughts about that or no, oh yeah sweet
1: a humility and service oh, and service that that does put you in a very unique position and privilege looks past that Yeah, because, yeah. Like in the... I just...
0: Pass, right, yeah. Mm. No, I just—I mean, I don't know if you're knowing this from reading my other posts, but I come from a family that struggled with mental health. So my grandmother, I grew up with, who I'm named after, she had lifelong depression. So for me, mental health is a very, um, it's a very personal issue for me because people have committed suicide in my family. People have attempted suicide. People have anxiety issues, panic attacks. Name it. It's all in my blood. <laughs> I know my blood, but it's just in my family history, and I'm not ashamed. Like, I guess like I still have people going like, oh, you know, don't let um, we don't know. Like, if someone's in counselling, you keep it quiet, and I'm like, tell people it's healthy it's good i've been to counseling like it's the most health it's way better than you know getting pissed off your face even though you know i have my wine every now and then but you know like i i believe like mental health is normal and it shouldn't be stigmatized yeah so i think like um i totally believe in in that life prepares you for what's ahead and there's, and that's how I love my life. So like even with this podcast, the reason why I started it is because I just always had these combos. and and my sisters used to mock me and go, "Oh my gosh, did you go with another boring conversation? Like you talk too much." And I and then you know all my different friends that I've made, um, and I'm like, oh, like I said, "Oh my gosh, I'm nobody. Like why don't I need this important person?" And they just love like they treat me like I'm an equal, and I'm like, why? And then the idea was just like this can benefit your community and this can benefit Aotearoa this can benefit people in general so start it and it's just like everything fell into place but I've been preparing myself from just making strong friendships and being confident enough to be friends of people in high places and and the serving when they needed me I was there but it was never intentional it wasn't like oh this is for my future. It was just like a natural outflowing of my Polynesian-ness, you know. Like, um, I think like what I what I want to say about what you just said is is you know when I've been in spaces of privilege, they think I, my motivation is their motivation, and for for a Eurocentric patriarchal society, it's power. It's what can you do for me? It's how can I become the most powerful, most rich? And so I'm friends of people Who have a lot of privilege And they their thing is always like Oh they're probably doing it for the money And I always tell them you know what Not everyone is motivated by money And they're like yes they are And I'm like I'm not Look I'm a teacher <laughs> Like like I do this for love And I think also what I've learned When I'm the only Polynesian In spaces of power It's all about relationship for me It's all about I cannot, I do things to build relationships, whereas for people from other cultures, they do it for a transactional return. And I think the fact that we go in looking at strengthening and building relationships is a strength of our cultural background. Like, do you have anything to add to that or? Um,
1: no, I, I, I agree with some of the things you said, and you're right. Yeah, I mean, it depends because we're we're speaking from our lens. We actually don't really know what they think. That's what you, you know what I'm saying. Our biases are informing our perception of them. But do we really know why they do it? It's just different ways of making it. I think different ways of. Their thinking ahead, and yet we shouldn't despise that. No. We shouldn't be envious of that. If anything, it's like, well, if you want it, then go go for it. You know. But you're right in that. Also know what relationships yeah. are about because that's their coin. Yeah. We're just a whole lot or We yeah, engage a whole lot differently. And yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> no.
0: Like, I, I think like I took my baby sister to the Hawak Historical Village, and it's based on the um, Fencibles. So they sent a bunch of British soldiers and their families over to defend the villages from, um, you know, potential attacks from Māori. So they were trained and stuff. And just going in there and seeing how they first had to live in a tent. and, And I just thought, how different are these people from my parents coming to New Zealand trying to survive, escaping the dawn raids, you know, building their house, you know, Bringing in um, my mum and dad's siblings and building a Tongan church, trying to create the culture here in New Zealand. How different are they from these first white people who brought over Britain? <laughs> I was just like, you know, like we're not different that much. We just, we just need to. We steal land no, we didn't steal land. We <laughs> bought it. Yeah, we did it. Right. Yeah, there was a whole Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyways, yeah. there is a difference, but you know, like. How different it's survival and it's humanity. It's so no- yeah. So I was like, wow. Like it was, it was so cool visiting it. Anyway, I think we're just gonna wrap up because I know that you have your own um, things to do today. Um, So um, is there anything you wanna like? Any words of wisdom that you want to leave with our rangatahi? Because I think there are quite a few young people that listen. <laughs>
1: maybe yes. <laughs> parting words um, stay out of your head a, a friend and the reason I say this a friend shared this with me and it was quite um, moving and game changing and life changing because when you are in those down times and those dark times and you start overthinking stuff you're telling when you stay out of kind of advice you can give someone because you're you internalize all that negative stuff you start getting down on yourself and beating yourself up but you know overthinking things like oh they think this oh, oh my gosh i'm useless you know that negative kind of speak when you get out of your head and 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 the way you get out of that shifts to a positive, and the reason I share this
0: beating himself being yeah. in I just want to up so thank you so much um, to my listeners. I just appreciate my guest so much today because she doesn't know me personally. She's one of my few guests that this is the first time I've met her, and she invited me into her house. How trusting is that? I could totally be like scouting her house for where I could rob, which I'm not. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, just hope you guys are blessed by today's episode. I just want to thank you um, again and. Um, Please join me on my next episode of You Talk Too Much.